You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblers podcast presented to you by Flawless Noses Media. I'm one third of your host, Jeremy, aka Black Dante on Twitter, aka Nigga Mord, aka Big Jorts on campus. And as usual, I'm joined by my friends and co hosts, aka the Jaguar of Jorts, <laughs> <laughs> aka Blouses. Uh, <clears throat> What's up, everybody? As usual, it's you know who it is, you know who you're dealing with. I'm gonna try. Uh, I'm gonna try to keep my racism in check. <laughs> Anyways, it's Candace. I'm London's mom. You can find me on Twitter. Uh, you can find me on all social media actually at Not So Newlywed P. Um, I don't have any AKAs because I feel like I'm about to be a piece of shit. So I'm just ready to get into it because interesting week in these shows. Yeah. And I am the third co-host, Curtis the Menace, a.k.a. Trillificent on all social media, a.k.a. the Tesla Trash, a.k.a. Gucci's Child, a.k.a. Koofy the Noble Steed. And we're here for another week to wrap up some shows, and we're getting to kick off a show. But before we start, usual spiel, um, hashtag Ratchet Ramblings Pod. Uh, go over to the Patreon, support the network, patreon.com slash Flawless Noises. Buy some Ratchet Ramblings merch. You can do so at flawlessnoises.com slash store. And last, uh, I posted one of the clips from last week's show where we were talking about Dr. Britton and Aaliyah came in with that impeccable comedic timing. Yes. And then I look at the notifications and I see a Dr. Heavenly so I click on the profile and it's a verified, you know, check, I believe. And I'm like, how the hell did Dr. Heavenly see this? And the fact that she liked it. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Dr. Heavenly makes a bitch who live for drama. So. Right. I was like, she must have been she must have been sc- scrolling that Married to Medicine L.A. hashtag. Listen, mm-hmm. it's power in the hashtags, y'all. I'm telling y'all. Stay woke. But anyway, let's get started. So we start with Loving Hip Hop New York. Uh, this was the reunion part two, and the reason why I was hoping it wasn't going to be two parts is because I figured two part two was going to be dry, and it was. Mm. It was. Mm. Um, so first and foremost, Mariah Lee, you look like Gollum from Lord of the Rings, my precious. <laughs> um, and you and you not that cold with the snap as with the comebacks as you think you are at all. Like, really, have a fucking seat because if you had, where was all this? when Nicki Minaj stands was beating up your mammy <laughs> like I'm, that's a valid question and I don't care I don't care but when your mama was getting stomped out by the barbs you didn't have this energy <laughs> okay bitch when your mom was laying on the ground covering up her face with her arms and she was getting stomped on by a bunch of motherfuckers who know the ver- her verse from Monster where was this energy? <laughs> Can you imagine them stopping her like, and that's what a motherfucking monster. <laughs> <The new. laughs> 
bunch like, of motherfuckers dressed like Riley on that one episode of Boondocks. Uh, right, girl, <laughs> keep it because Nia Lee be reading you for fucking Phil, and, and uh, you all in your feelings because you chasing after a nigga that embarrasses you. You are a fucking mess. Mm. Yep, a bozo. Bitch, you a big ass jolly green giant bitch. I roll you over with a car. You don't even have a car, Mariah. Lynn. <laughs> She do have eyes like a headlights, though. <laughs> she do. You don't. You don't have nothing going for your fucking self. Like, let's be honest. It's enough. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I agree with that. Um, I was let down by Safari being on there because they basically came to a resolution. Um, uh, and. <laughs> He basically tried to be tough and then Sin checked him and then he backed down. Yeah, basically. Hold on. (laughs) Joe Button is the type of motherfucker that will not feed into your tantrums and piss you off even more. Because when Safari was, I'll put your face in the fucking sand. And Joe was like, there's no sand here, Safari. A whole audience in the st- and everybody on the stage cracking the fuck up, and then Safari just like, "You just trying to be funny?" Like, no, it is funny, dumb bitch. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very fucking funny. Yeah. You are very fucking pussy, and they made some very good fucking points. Yep. You've been in my house. You've been holding my fucking kid, playing with my kid. <clears throat> I'm giving you really useful career advice because niggas think you a joke in the industry. Thank you nothing more than Nicki Minaj's ex-boyfriend who haven't been able to really get on since because the money you was getting as, as your ex-girlfriend hype man is far more than what you making on love and hip hop. You turned down a million dollar sex toy deal and you married to one of the biggest bozo bitches in the industry. Like facts of prison. I don't even understand. Like send check the shit out. My nigga, don't play with me. And then he gonna bring up Remy and Pat baby shower and send like, why the fuck would we come to these people baby shower and show our fucking ass and ruin their day? What the fuck are you talking about? I can't dictate who they invite to their baby shower. We not finna turn up at Joe co-worker baby shower, bitches. You stupid? Yes. Yes, he is. Very much so. I told you, that's a big dick bitch. Yeah. Listen, shout out Sin for doing Joe dirty work because Joe was like, Sin, stop talking to this nigga before I beat him the fuck up. And we can't afford to lose no money. Like Joe, like right. I ain't trying to lose the bag. I'm not finna show out with this nigga. I'm not about to I'm not about to lose no money right now. Just stop talking to this motherfucker. Dennis, oh, I got love for y'all. I don't got no beef with y'all. You came on the stage with beef though. You came on the stage talking well tough. You couldn't even keep that energy through a segment. You know you pussy. Uh-huh. Like you couldn't even keep that energy until y'all finished filming. You got backed into a corner by um a bitch that lit gooch. That's all we have to. That's all I have to say to you. Suffer, Safar. Suffer. I ain't even nothing to suffer behind. You just fucking corny. Yeah, very much so. Very corny. corny. Um, how you that finding that corny? That shit disappointing. Like I, I, he not even like he's attractive. Not attracted to him. 
because he's corny. He got too many tendencies. Yeah. Like a little ass bitch. Yep. Don't disagree at all. Um, and shout out to Nina for giving him a polite drag about being on the show. Um, I did appreciate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then Safari gets into it with Rich, and Rich was doing a lot. I've never seen a motherfucker run that slow ass motion in my life. Listen. Like even when <laughs> I it was, read it, it, like I rewinded it and then sped up the fast forward on my TV, and he was still running slow. <laughs> <laughs> and with perfect, perfect form, like he run like Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. <laughs> I was like, all right, you're gonna run up on a safari and do what? And for what? Like it don't, it really don't make no sense to me. Um, Jonathan was doing a lot with Sydney Star. Um, now she didn't have no business inserting herself into what was going on with him, but she told the truth. Yeah, he's very fucking messy. Yep. Okay, and he could blame all the drugs in the world he wants for it. And I'm glad that he had a good cop out, else he was going to lose good friends. He was going to lose Juju's friendship. Because he did the fucking most at the beginning of the season, trying to throw dirt on her name for no real reason. So, yes, blame all the pills you was popping and cocaine you was snorting and crack you was whatever, smoking. That's fine. We we here. But the fact remains, you a messy bitch. And you got to own that. Yep. And then he like something Jonathan did really pissed me off. Him being a part of the community and then talking about Sydney like, I I I beat you up like she a like she a man and shit like that. She identifies as a woman. That's a woman. Why are you trying to fight a woman? You ain't trying to fight none of these other hoes on the stage when they was on your neck. You ain't trying to fight Kimbella. You wasn't trying to fight uh Anais neck bone built ass. But now you want to fight Sydney Starr because in your mind you feel like she underneath it all she's still a man. Like come on, Jonathan, really. It's not surprising from him, though, to be honest. He trash. I mean, but we've been saying he's trash, so that ain't nothing new. Yeah. Um, What else do I want to touch on? Papoose and Remy are ugly together. (laughs) Um, Her teeth big than a motherfucker. I don't understand. Do do veneers not come in a medium? Do everybody got to get a large? (laughs) One size fits all. (laughs) Like... It all it looked like it looked like Joel's took it took his out and let Remy borrow him. Like here, try him out. Her teeth bigger than fucking normal in the, in on this reunion. And she was dressed like a piece of broccoli. <laughs> sitting on the edge looking like a stalk of asparagus. I it was a lot. It was <laughs> it was a lot. And uh Papoose is he is such a fucking hotel. But yeah, he a hotep, and he you could tell he just got that new hairline because he's scared to get a haircut. Uh huh. <clears throat> With his little bitty baby, ass head. that little bitty ass head, your hairline is doing the Harlem shake. <sighs> mm. Like you could have worn a hat. <laughs> yeah, like get a fucking hair. Get your like not even you don't need a haircut. Get a fucking lineup. What's uh-huh. wrong with you? Yeah, he should be no stranger to has here. He been wearing feeders for eight or four years. Mm-hmm. And also, stop rapping. 
Yeah, well, that goes without saying. I saw a video on Twitter with this motherfucker freestyling all these big name brands like McDonald's, and I was like, "Why is he doing this again?" I mean, when you did it with the alphabet, we was like, "Uh, okay, um, stop rapping." Leave us alone. You and Remy, please. stop rapping. Yeah. yeah. Just leave us on the golden child. Yeah. You Just keep leave- doing state of the culture and looking like a. So bitch Remy with them big ass teeth and Papoose, <laughs> you go babysit the baby. You watch yeah. the baby. Yeah, you be the nanny. Y'all don't give a fuck about y'all other kids. Y'all sent them down to North Carolina and they look back. Bought them a house and was like, stay away from us. We trying to start a family. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, we see what y'all doing. We ain't seen them kids not one time this season. Mm. Well, that's all I got for loving hip hop New York. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, y'all really could have kept this uh, part two reunion. Y'all I don't know why y'all don't believe in one part reunions anymore, but y'all could have made that reunion an hour and a half and left us the fuck alone. No, no, they could have made it maybe an hour at top, an hour cut out some of the commercials, but it didn't need to be because. There was nothing that really needed to be from part two in part one. Like part one pretty much summed everything up other than concluding with Safari. They could have cut one of the commercials and made it 50 minutes and that would have been all we needed. But anyway, we're moving on to Black Ink Crew. So this is season seven, episode 16. I love shopping. I love America. Um, I don't, I'll be honest, I don't remember what the fuck the episode was about. Oh yes, I do. Yes, I do. Wasn't <laughs> no, it mostly? Pre- <laughs> it was mostly like pretty Ricky and Prince and chaotic fighting, right? Girl, we on Black Ink. <laughs> oh shit! My bad. I'm about Miami. I'm ready to get to that reunion. I got thirsty. Black Ink crew. Oh, wait, remember? <laughs> it was so. It was Just only at the Black Ink <laughs> Right. Listen, I'm foaming. Listen, but Black Ink Crew, only the end of it was worth talking about. Oh, my God. Yeah. But um, Scott, Scott's oh. being humble. Yeah, yeah. Um, Teddy uh, is continuing to be a bitch-ass nigga. And Tatiana's seeing who he truly is. Yeah. Which I, the, the, I was but howling. This, uh, go ahead, again. This takes back to what we said about Teddy when Tatiana was doing all this grandstanding about Teddy. He has never treated women on that sh- right, bitch. You are no better. Nope. Right. You thought she, she thought she was the special snowflake. Literally. You thought because you was going to squirt a little mouse taco sauce on that dick that he was going to do jumping jacks. He don't give a fuck about no woman. And this my this always my issue with non-black women. They think they are so much better than black women and can make black men act and treat them so much better. And uh, that humbling is coming down the pipeline, bitch. Get your uh, gordita ready. Uh, mm. I, I can't help but agree because I was howling at the fact that <laughs> I was howling at the fact that Tati told Teddy exactly the truth and like you was wrong. You you was a bitch ass nigga for such a sucker puncher, Alex. You are part yeah. of the reason why your back was fucked up. And this nigga Teddy, in typical nigga fashion, went immediately to 
Oh, so you disloyal. You spoke. So you, you just gonna call me out and say that I'm wrong? Wow, you disloyal. I'm rethinking this. I ain't get married for you to tell me that I'm wrong. All right. Boy, I was glad that, that we got to see that. And number one, because it shows how pussy he is. But number two, because he is a shining example of people not knowing what loyalty means. Loyalty is not blindly following whatever somebody says or whatever somebody does. That's not loyalty. Loyalty is not withholding accountability from you because I fuck with you. Like she was holding your ass accountable, making you or trying to make you be a better person. Like, right. If that ain't loyalty, I don't know what is. It would be disloyal to have you out here looking the fuck stupid like you've been. The way you make Caesar look the fuck stupid by blindly supporting his dumb ass. Well, you know, accountability uh, accountability is kryptonite to black men. So that's true. When she said, "I would never sucker punch somebody the way you did, Alex," and I said to myself, "We know, bitch, you've been getting beat up since you came to the shop." <laughs> that's true. True. We mean, know they, you wouldn't, bitch. You didn't got beat up about four times in the shop, so we know you don't know anything about sucker punching somebody. You always the bitch getting sucker punched. Right. Yep. I finna say Jada and Jada and uh, what's the girl named Donald some bozos, but they did beat your ass. So I mean, hey, well, I mean, and the like the other part, <laughs> I was just laughing because uh, speaking of like Alex and shit, when what's what's them two bitches names? Oh, young Bay, and, uh, young, and young Bay. Yeah. When they met to meet, when they went to meet with Donna, I I hate that I have to agree with Donna. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. hate when y'all put me in terrible predicaments with having to be on the right side of a situation with a bozo motherfucker. <laughs> to me, that that's that's betrayal. <laughs> to me, that's a lack of loyalty. <laughs> <laughs> that is a lack of motherfucking loyalty yeah. because Donna was not hearing none of that shit. Donna, like, y'all just reaching out and y'all was right fucking there. Y'all saw what the fuck Caesar and Teddy did to Alex. Yeah. And I went to Alex's Instagram and it's very evident that he has been going through it with his back. And I know those motherfuckers been that boy Instagram because they was on this Instagram when C's thought somebody threw that brick through the window. Right. I was on on Alex Instagram and man, well, he talking was, some shit. Well, it was Teddy who brought it to him and then yeah. he went on there. Yeah. Yeah. So they've been on his Instagram. They know what the fuck going on. They know that boy is not able to to do that kind of shit at the at the moment when it happened. So for you two dumb bitches to come sit in front of this girl face, not ask and not even so much as check to see how she doing, how Alex doing, because y'all like you like you said. Everybody's so motherfucking busy giving C's blind loyalty for a fucking check. Newsflash, motherfuckers. Big Fish not going to fire y'all. Y'all could take a stand against C's. Right. Motherfucking as as- uh, Scott, Scott did it and they filmed her getting motherfucking shop open. Yep. Right. I'm, I mean, shit, just in this situation, the many times as Donna has been fired, quote unquote, but yeah, she's still on this show getting a check. Yep. And I, I have to agree with Donna. It's like, First of all, y'all already know that they got bad blood because of this situation. Why the fuck would Donna or and, and especially Alex give a fuck about what the fuck goes on in that shop? So even if y'all didn't intend, quote unquote, to be messy and betray Donna or Alex or whatever the fuck, you look the fuck stupid because they don't give a fuck about what's going on in that shop. This nigga back, 
<laughs> this nigga, this nigga can't can barely walk. He can't Harlem shake no more, even though he's from Brooklyn. The, so, <laughs> listen, was saying. like, listen, my man is back is fucked up. He can't even hit it from the back no more. He can't even hit it from the back. I gotta ride him. Right. I'm sorry Donald, to hear that, girl. I know them knees is fucked up. Donald, Donald was like, I can't even use this this wonderful new ass I bought. Like, bitch, I don't give a fuck about what's going on in that shop. Speaking of new ass, Donna and these hostings and Black Ink, and she been getting to the bag now that because they she didn't got the law. She tattooing out the loft. She done pulled up in a new Chevy, whatever the fuck that is. Uh, she getting her bag. I don't see a reason for her to really be back in Black Ink. And that girl's tattoo she did was nice. Yeah, so she's getting she's getting better at at that because it was real it was real shaky. Yeah. As a matter of fact, it was an earthquake, bitch. It had shook. Them tattoos was fucking nasty. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was a it was a calamity to be honest. I'm so I'm glad you're getting better. What the fuck you doing? But I'm glad she checked the shit out of Kitty and Young Bay. Like, don't come sitting in my face trying to spy for my fucking seas because right. that's what the fuck that was. That was some spy shit. Like, did you do it? We just want to know. We want to tell C's. Don't tell C's a motherfucking thing. You heard what Alex said. He was like, much deserved, but wasn't me. Right. <clears throat> and the Alex was basically is, oh. saying, I I didn't do it. And if I was going to do some shit, it wouldn't be this kitty shit. Right. And also, Kitty and Young Bay playing victim, like, oh, we just feel so bad and torn in the middle. Like, y'all two grown-ass titty women you, women, you know right for motherfucking wrong. Definitely yep. do. Speaking of wrong, uh, Melody is back and she cut her hair. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that dirty fucking tennis ball on top of your goddamn head. <laughs> Me and Lalo are back together. I don't give a fuck about you and Lalo, bitch. I give a fuck about... <laughs> About that washcloth you got wrapped around your motherfucking head. But this is better than her having them dreads with a bang. So yeah, her look like true. a burn victim. Yeah, that's true. That's very very true. Um, young baby mama spending up all their money. Sixty seven hundred dollars on baby's clothes. All the clothes in that box look used. <laughs> her mama is stealing from her. She ain't using that shit on baby's clothes. Because what was in that box was about $75 worth of Carter's outfits. <laughs> oh, you know, baby mama a scammer. Bitch, I know. Bitch, I know Cat and Jack when I see it. Bitch, I spend enough time in Target. You're not going to tell me you didn't spend $7,000 on stuff, baby. Tell that lie to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> I love America. I love shopping. I, I, I love shopping. I love scam. That's what the fuck you. Okay, talk about. Oh, I don't know how much that is, girl. Yes, you do. Right. <laughs> you scam your own daughter. Goddamn. On TV. On TV. <laughs> like damn. But anyway, yeah, they brought Bay's mom in to be the quote unquote receptionist, and I'm like, okay, girl, ain't no way you hired this lady. I know she ain't got no work visa. But anyway, right. Um. Yeah. Uh, Kevin showed up, and we found out he works at Cat Tat in L.A. Not even shocked. So yeah. I'm wondering how long it's gonna be before that shop gets a show. It's probably coming very soon. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's gonna be Black Ink L.A. Yeah, I can see it. 
we gums. I hope it at the helm. Yeah, because the bitch got some big gums, but she a good tattoo artist. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Can you imagine them? She probably listen. If ever somebody had to lick your gooch, it would be somebody with some big soft gums like cat. Just rubber gums up and down body gooch. That sounds horrendous. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are you rubbing your gum? That ain't how, that's not lick. Why is your tongue not out? Why your tongue didn't move at all? <laughs> Her, listen, listen, you know she can't do much. Sense. How the fuck is she <laughs> touching the goddamn gums? Well, she got swollen gums. She got swollen gums. Even worse, so. don't rub your gingivitis up my gooch. I don't want no ginger gooch. What the fuck? <laughs> ginger gooch. <laughs> Fuck, Candace. <laughs> <laughs> Soft gun late nights. Okay, well, we All need right. Brian to tell us about it, I guess, or four. Uh, well. Oh, I forgot about four. Yeah. I... They probably could get back together now. Ugh. That's all she's been wanting. Oh, about Ryan. <laughs> it's still uh <laughs> Either way. <laughs> I meant four or single, too. Double uh four single Ryan single. She don't deserve either one of them. I should be single. <laughs> Choo choo. Chugga chugga choo choo. Now if only we could get Ashley out the picture. Jesus. Oof. I feel like never mind. <laughs> never mind. I'm not even gonna say that. Um, what else happened? Uh, we talked about Sky and her shop having issues uh, with sales. It sounded like they didn't even make enough money for her to go get a double cheeseburger. Mm. Uh, she can't even get a plate at cookout. Mm. Which, ooh, that now that is the ghetto. <laughs> cookout is hella cheap. You can get hella. like a week's worth of food for like $10 at cookout. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, man, I'll be so confused. I'm like, how much do you get? Wait, you get a whole hot dog? Listen, you get part of the combo. You get a meal and a side meal as like a combo. It's like, nigga, this right. is Right, like, cool. what's your like, side? It'd be like, okay, my, the main plate, I'd be like, okay, you, you get, you want this one meat, and your side is like another whole plate, and then you still got to finish the first plate. You'd be like, what the fuck? But anyway, um, what else? So I have a question about crystal because mm. i didn't hear anything mm. about her being afro latina and she sure was going on with the word nigga mm-hmm. all i heard was that she was from puerto rico or she's mm. puerto rican and i talked about this on the wind down for people who are subscribed to the patreon um how not being black like just because you brown that that's not synonymous with being black so i have questions about her just blurting out nigga like that mm-hmm. and that's just because like i said in her presentation mm-hmm. i didn't hear nothing about her being afro latina all i heard was puerto rican mm-hmm. and puerto rican is not <laughs> black so i'm trying to figure mm-hmm. out who the niggas are yeah and why that's word why that word is coming out of your mouth and so mm-hmm. then 
I go on to say Crystal is a whole ass uh, bozo, a disloyal bozo at that because Tati hired you and got you that job and you got the nerve to be flirting with her man and then trying to act like it was all innocent, like you weren't doing anything. Like y'all in the back talking with no other people around. Everybody know what the fuck that mean when they roll up on somebody that's talking isolated during an event or a party. Mm-hmm. Like come the fuck mm-hmm. on, bitch. And especially a nigga with with Teddy's reputation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That nigga was straight up flirting with you, and you ain't now he was, nothing. Right now he was flirting out of being a petty bitch because Tate checked the fuck out of him. But still, honestly, I don't even think it was. I think I do think that that was part of it. But I feel like even if things were good between him and Tate, he still would have flirted with Crystal because Crystal's nice looking, and he a yes. he a bitch That's fair. nigga. That's well, and a disloyal nigga, cause he ain't he ain't had an ounce of oil of loyalty for no woman in that shop, yeah, or no woman that You're he right. dated. He's um, gonna do that anyway, cause that's just how he is. Yeah, but she definitely gaslit Tati, acting like she was innocent. Like I don't understand what the big deal, bitch. You knew exactly what the fuck you was doing with that outfit that you chose and everything. All of that shit was strategic. Please cut the fucking shit. Please, right, Puerto Rico. God damn it. Um, and then the last part that Candace mentioned, and we can wrap it up unless y'all have something else. Um, so the preview, yeah. uh, <laughs> where they, I don't, I don't remember where they went. Where did they go? Uh, uh, I don't remember. Whatever. They went yeah, somewhere, and uh, Kitty and Bay told Tati that they saw Teddy having. <laughs> "Quote unquote coffee with Crystal, and Tati rolled up on him, and his lame ass asleep with the covers over him, wearing a fucking onesie, a bear onesie. And I'm like, all right, but uh, so yeah, that's uh, one thing. And then at the end, we see that um, Alex is in his feelings because basically they told him from the spinal damage that he can't do tattoos anymore and he needs to find Which, a I'm trying to understand why about that. I mean, I've gotten my fair share of tattoos and most of the time the artist is sitting down. So, so yeah, unless, yeah. unless sitting down fucks with his back, I'm confused about that. And I'm feeling like that's just um, a big fish storyline to it might be. I assume really? that maybe it was like something because he might be having like back spasms or something. Yeah, maybe In that's case, it. You know, because you got to have precision. You know, you got to have a steady hand. So that was my immediate assumption. But it also, like you said, it could be production. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like it's. I feel like it's a little bit of truth to it, but I also feel like they might be putting on a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, because that would be a, a hell of a way to be like, well, I'm actually, I was already going to change careers, but I don't know. Yeah. So, but that was pretty much it. We'll see what else happens. Um, we ain't talk about C's because he a big old bitch. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really have no energy for C's on this episode. I'm waiting on later in the episode for him to get humbled and be crying and shit, talking about he betrayed his friends. Yep. And we know it's coming. Yeah. All right. So, Love and Hip Hop Miami. Now, they gave us a double dose because they gave us the season finale and part one of the reunion the same night. So, the the season finale was pretty dry, so we won't spend long there. But it was episode 12, Ready, Set, Release. 
Um, we found out that Baby Blue works for Clear Vision and he's helping Bobby Lights with his video. So I thought that that was nice to see. Yeah, shout out to seeing somebody like Baby Blue not be a homophobic piece of shit. Right. And actually see a vision and want to exactly. take Bobby to the next level. Exactly. Agreed. He was on the same page with Bobby's vision and being over the top and all that stuff, but it worked. I mean, right. Bobby, you still a bitch, but, yep. you know, at least... It seems like Clear Vision is where you should have been because you definitely would not have been getting this treatment under Rockstar Management or nope. Entertainment Group or whatever the fuck they call themselves. And right. Trina finally, I, Trina finally said it, and I don't know if we, I don't remember if we discussed it on the last episode, but my I, my issue with her is her stringing Bobby along, knowing all along she did not want to sign him, and she had valid reasons. I'm not taking her reasons from her, but. You been knew this and you kept stringing that boy alone then acted like you he wronged you so terribly when he went and found his happily ever after with clear vision like that shit i didn't i i had reservations because i just didn't want him to be able to blame me for the direction his career went in okay but you could have been saying that right right nobody about that. that bobby like i get it i understand and went on about his business to clear vision so all that grand you did about Bobby signing and him not telling you about it, girl. Eat shit on that. But then I'm gonna revert. I'm gonna let you refund your eat shit when we get to that part. Yeah, because you're gonna drag you, a piece of shit. Because you did some shit I liked. Right. Yeah. Also, We're, you look cute on the reunion, girl. Yes, she did. Yes, you look she did. cute. That wig <laughs> looked just a smidge shellacked, but outside of that, yeah, you should have put a little powder on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So apparently, Pleasure P and Amada did a song together, and I'm um, okay, sure. Um, so Jesse Wu was mm. uh, invited to perform at Miami Carnival, I guess. Yeah, and with that, <coughs> with that song that moan about her. That, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> 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 let me clear my throat. I just have to bring this to everyone's attention that song was fucking trash yeah, well, <laughs> you did all that motherfucking performing and grandstanding and crying and boohooing and fighting and scratching for a shitty ass fucking song it was the fuck terrible man. ass bitch it was, the fuck, man. it was an awful song i cannot believe yeah. you did all that I cannot believe they even felt like that song was worth $35,000, but I get it. Get to your fucking money, whether the song is good or not. Secure the bag. However, Cease the slow. That song was slow. Shitty. What a shitty song from a shitty bitch, but we'll get to that in later. Um, Veronica Vega had her performance at Hialeah Pride. Um, and trash. I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> like, she's like, I'm gonna sing, and I was like, Ooh, so we don't have any actual talent. I see. Okay, of I mean, course. I assume so as much, but getting confirmation is a different thing, right? Because and then this business up here singing Guantanamera, and I'm like, girl, what the fuck? And then she immediately went to some booty shaking music, and her grandma's face had me screaming. <laughs> my grandma was like, "Bitch, what the fuck?" <laughs> her, her grandma was like, "I ain't, I ain't stop watching TV to come out for this bullshit." Listen, she like, "Bitch, I ain't, I ain't, I didn't hover around out here for this." Okay. 
um, we see that Bobby was the bone carrier in that shit between Prince and Ka- and Chaotic. Yeah, oh. his he that is a messy ass nigga. That's the messiest uh, Bert you've ever seen. <laughs> um, but I I'm a, I will say this: I was a little disappointed in the confrontation between Prince and Chaotic because Chaotic took that shit so far left. Yeah, you fuck my sister. Fuck your sister, bitch. Literally. Like, on the the for real, fuck your sister because you you crossed a lot of lines. No matter how you feel like Prince treats Liz, it's not your fucking business place to be running around telling people you gonna fuck her while smiling in this man's face every chance you get. Yep. And same with Miami Tip and uh, what's who was the other one? Um... was it uh shit? Did she get into it with Liz? Or was she it? got into it with Liz and with uh with Prince. Yeah, and Prince basically too, yeah. she was saying the same thing. Like Prince is like, I don't appreciate you, you know, making whatever comments, and, and they all are like, Well, you treat the bitch like shit anyway, and you told us you didn't even want to be with her. That's not a license for you to disrespect her at all. Right. Especially, and he was, and, and Prince said this in one of his confessions. He was like, "These are things that I told y'all in confidence." Right. Like, and y'all do, y'all calling him the disloyal friend. Right. So that's what I was about to say. So it goes back to the theme from the whole season. Everybody is harping on Prince about his friendship, but he has not been a bad friend to anybody. Everybody has been a bad friend to him. Right. It's like everybody hates Prince this season. I'm like, what did he do for y'all to be treating him like this? Literally nothing. But you know, most of them didn't have a, a solid storyline outside of arguing and fighting. So true. I don't know what Chaotic's uh excuse was. Being ugly. Because it really wasn't no mm-hmm. point. And we really wasn't no reason for you to, to being say ugly. what you said about Liz. <laughs> being ugly. You look like a charcoal briquette. <laughs> look the fuck stupid. You look the fuck ugly. Motherfucking ugly. ugly. <laughs> Your hair dusty. Dusty. You ain't that cute. Huh, ain't, ain't, ain't nowhere cute. near cute. <laughs> you and cute are in totally different area codes, different universes. Bitch, you got the reality stone. Like this, not listen. Yet. Your hair is uneven and dirty and muddy. Like it's just all bad, bitch. It's all bad. But then you got the nerd to want to jump over the car and fight somebody because they made an equivalency to your sister. Are you trying to say it's a false equivalency? Why? Right. That's his girlfriend. That's your sister. You don't have a comparable woman in your life. So he used your sister because he know you close to your sister, just like he close to Liz. That's his fucking girlfriend. Like Candace said, despite how he might treat her, to, right. in your opinion. Right. If the bitch and, happy, what are y'all mad about? And again, he jumped over that damn car. Prince was unbothered that shit. It wasn't until sec- I don't even know what the fuck. Well, I know what the fuck, but security grabbed uh, Prince for nothing because he was like, "I ain't scared." Yeah. Of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I definitely. I don't know if Prince would have won that fight, but I feel like he definitely would have gave Chaotic a run for his money. I agree. I agree. And I would like to see it. Yeah. They didn't let Prince- us see it, but I would have liked to. Prince strike me as a type where like he fight like he ain't got shit to lose. I would like to see it. He yes. don't have shit to lose. What does he have to lose? Yeah. Yeah. And them to be them be the most dangerous ones. Like, oh, we we can go. Yeah. Meanwhile, Chaotic got plenty to lose. Yeah. I mean shit, his face already done lost, so 
Yeah, that was a, a loss from the beginning, but you also one step from motherfucking jail, bitch, so you need to be treading lightly. Right. It's always the uglies that start shit with everybody. Right, because JoJo. Oof, oof. And Jesse Wu. And Now, at that event, I don't remember what the event was, but Trina was doing a bit much when she turned up on Trick Daddy that time. Because he wasn't trying to take it there, although he was being dismissive of her, <clears throat> he always is. So, I think my thing is, why is you always trying to talk his personal business at a fucking industry event? Right. What the fuck yeah. do Joy and her marriage to him got to do with you? Like, I, listen, love Trina dearly. She's a great cousin, looks out for Joy. You gave her the money. Every messes up to Joy and Trick Daddy. Step back. Go find you something to do. You got that cute ass boyfriend. Go, go ride Ray Dick and mind your business. Like every time they in the public place, he want to bring up her, his divorce and shit. Like, girl, sit the fuck down. Yeah. And then and that, you did the ahead, TNT man. project. Shut up. And then that, you walked away from it. My bad, Jeremy. Go ahead, cause she's a fucking bozo with that. Well, and also, don't nobody want no trick and train project. Nope, we barely want a trainer project. We <laughs> don't want a trick project at all. And if yeah. you add up the all the percentages of shit that people want from y'all, it ain't that. Yeah. Quit trying yeah. to force that on us. Fuck y'all. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the net sum is not looking good, but I would like to add to your point, Candace, but you, her being a bozo about trick personal business, then in turns sparks joy to be a bozo about their personal business when nobody asked for their goddamn personal business. Joy, she gas I mean, those. Joy just gonna go on bozo because that's what bozos do. True. Fair. She don't have no choice in that, apparently. Um, so that was pretty much it for the season finale. I wasn't really, I didn't really care about anything else, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I don't care about Pretty Ricky. Pleasure yeah. Pete's still ugly. Um, oh yeah, Amara and uh Sister Wu almost got into it, but they ain't fight, so I don't care. Yeah, they made up, so I was like, whatever. And it's like, okay, y'all finally realized that this whole thing was stupid, and Julian was the root cause of it. Like, yeah, it took y'all motherfucking twelve episodes to realize that. Right. But whatever. Yeah. Um, but that's- go ahead. Uh. So that's I mean that's it. So we can get into the reunion. Mm. The reunion was spicy, so I don't know what they, I don't know what Amada's mama putting them empanadas for her to be so spicy. <laughs> chemical X up in the chest. Powerpuff girl, indeed. <laughs> because Amada La Powerpuff was turning the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> and I was like, all right, girl, I was entertained. Don't get me wrong, because she was reading Jesse Wu's ass for filth. But I'm like, well, where has this energy been all season? Yes, yes, yes. I will like, say she exhibited a little bit of it in that last confrontation with Jesse Wu in the season finale. And upon closer investigation, I, I think I stand with what we said earlier about Amada probably can't fight, but I don't think she would have lost if she and Jesse Wu had fought. I agree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she was cussing uh Jesse Wu the fuck out. And Listen. I wasn't mad about it. 
Um, well, I mean, I mean, C C Star Wu deserved. She deserved to get cussed the fuck out. She really did. Yeah. She did a lot over nothing. Like yeah. when, when Amada explained why she was asking Jesse's boyfriend at the time those questions, like it made perfect sense. And I was just like, "So you did all this turning up for what? Right? You because you was insecure about your relationship with that nigga." Like if you was at that event and you knew heard all of that going on, why would you feel some kind of way about Amada asking those questions? They were they were in turn they were in time with the event. Like I don't get it. But right. she, she did say that Amada was lying, and I'm like, okay. Like mm. so far everybody been lying on Amada this season and everything has turned out to be what Amada said it was. So Right. I don't see this pattern of it would be different if Amada had a pattern for lying. Right. Yeah. Because it it was the same thing with the with the ugly play in Kiara the Bozo situation. Ooh. That uh, that another power puff. Yeah. yeah. Um guy. what else? The highlight reel of Julian showed nothing but bitch assness. Like he showed <laughs> himself to be a bitch the entire season. Listen. You got mm-hmm. all these high profile clients up incoming clients and you make time to be messy and trash like i don't understand it you already ugly right like i just you already on the cusp with trina and uh that ugly old lady what's her name the uh michelle yeah Mm. looking like her sister and what what the fuck about shay like you my friend bitch shut up if you gonna check me check me Right. <laughs> <laughs> she was dragging her ass. I was like, Shay, what the fuck? But I mean, Shay didn't have a storyline all season, so it made sense to me for her to turn up at the reunion for no reason. Yeah. yeah. Because they don't have no reason to concentrate on Shay because she literally had no storyline this whole season. Literally even, nothing. Even her fights with Amada and JoJo were they weren't memorable. Even even her fibroids. That they dragged out all season long. I mean, sis, recover soon, but leave us the fuck alone. Oh, I wasn't <laughs> even gonna touch on that at all because, uh, uh, what else? So Bobby Lights clearly came to argue. Of course, he was gonna do that anyway because that's just when how is he, he not is. arguing. This is true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Pretty Ricky was up there making all them motherfucking excuses for their daddy, and that I was so like, bit much. I and them motherfucking Feeling entitled to any money he made from that social media business is just it befuddles me. Yeah, I'm you don't owe y'all shit. Y'all wasn't pretty Ricky when he was growing that page. Y'all don't he don't owe y'all shit. Y'all put in absolutely no work. It's not you like your daddy. You not no, he's not. He's not like his daddy at all. He started that from the ground up. He grew that. Yeah. He's doing that. Yeah. It's not only that, but it's like the business that he has that's making money is not pretty Ricky. It is the art of taking a profile from nothing and making something out of it. That's what he's selling. He's selling a service. He's not selling pretty Ricky. So I don't understand why everybody was getting involved trying to tell him that they all are owed a cut of the money. He's not selling pretty Ricky. Pretty right. Ricky having 7 million followers has nothing to do with his business outside of it being a testament to his skill. Pretty Ricky is not what is bringing his business clients. It's the fact that they can see 
that he has proof that he can do what he says he can do. Exactly. Right. And I don't understand why y'all don't understand that. Like y'all are just lazy and y'all want some motherfucking money for nothing because y'all on this tour falling asleep during fucking performances. Shit, how you falling asleep? Pelvic <laughs> uh, <laughs> thrust, my nigga. I'm like, what the fuck is y'all doing? I heard that the shit is terrible. Y'all up there looking boo boo. Y'all look boo boo on camera. The one nigga don't even come to nothing. Animal, whatever mm-hmm. his real name is. <laughs> Uh, y'all still on here shouting, shouting at each other and arguing like bitches, and I mean that sans gender. <laughs> like it's just all fucking bad, and y'all turn all that shit on spectacular, and y'all seething about him being independently rich. Of y'all, that's what y'all. That's why y'all so desperate to try to bring Pretty Ricky back because y'all want to try to get rich together because y'all know that Spectacular has money. When he was like, I pay for everything. I bankrolled a group. Everybody like, oh, you bankrolled a group? I'm like, yeah. Yes. Anybody with, with common sense knows that. That one motherfucker don't even have a bank account. So for them to sit up there like a spectacular line, I'm like, okay. Y'all right. fucking tried it. And when they all turned on him and he was like, I feel some kind of way. Like, we're going to have to discuss this further. <laughs> I was independent of this. Cause they, I was like, y'all all just turning up for the fucking camera. That's all y'all fucking doing. Cause y'all, if Spectacular was not with the shit, with the Pretty Ricky shit, y'all would be begging him. Cause y'all know y'all can't do it without him. So why exactly. y'all sitting up there being funny to him during the reunion? I was real fucking confused on that. And I'm also confused because we know he can beat all y'all asses. So that too. I mean. Speaking of, I gotta get this off my <laughs> here we go off my chest. No, whoever styles Veronica Vega needs to be slapped in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all like listen if if you paying for a stylist, pay for somebody that compliments what you already have. Trying to turn this bitch who claims she black into a a modern day Madonna is not it. It goes completely against everything that she says that she is. Bitch sitting up there with all that plaid on, looking like 17 lumberjacks shot a load on her fucking face. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to see looking like the tool man, looking like Al from Tool Time. We don't give a fuck. Yeah. It's she looked like she tries too hard. Her style says tries too hard. Mm-hmm. She was definitely looking like one of them old patch quilts that everybody grandma had, even the ones that can't sew. But a real crunchy <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> but a real stiff one that wasn't that wasn't uh put together with love. Mm-hmm. Like that that uh that quilt from that one episode of Family Matters. Mm-hmm. Come through with the obscure references because I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um Joy and Chick Daddy, I don't understand why they was up there yelling at each other and telling all their business. Because that's what all they do. But I'm glad they would. I'm glad they did. I, I mean, yeah, we can just hear how much, how trash they both are. Which I mean, who? Uh, I mean, anyone who thought Joy was being a dutiful wife in that marriage, come on now. Like yeah. she would be, she would be the most. If she was, Trick yeah. Daddy would have got the fuck up out that house. She yeah. left. That tell you all you need to know. Exactly. I never seen a wife get ran out of her motherfucking house by no good nigga. First one to go be the husband. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Veronica Vega did all that white womaning 
and all them niggas were defending her and flipped all that shit on Amada, trying to make it seem like Amada was wrong. Not even Amara. Jesse Wu, bitch, you are black. Right. Talking about uh, once I got to know her, she's she's not she's not saying it because she's against the black experience. She's saying it because she felt like she's a part of it. Bitch, what do that mean? All right. The fact that let she's me say it real period. slow for you because you developmentally challenged. What do that mean, honey? <laughs> Sister, explain. Because bitch. Really are Sista needs, <laughs> and I will never forget how ugly your sister is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, she—they really just came out of nowhere with uh, defending her, trick daddy Jesse Wu. Like the shit just made no sense. And I'm trying to figure out how does she feel like she part of the black experience and she did not grow up black. She don't have no She's black people black. in her family. She's not black, and I'm so. All these motherfuckers sit on social media and don't think to go to that bitch's Instagram and just scroll down. That bitch has her great grandpa posted, her grandpa, her dad, her mom, her mom's mom, her mom's dad. All those motherfuckers are white. She is fucking white. There's nothing black about that girl. She'll have a drop of black blood in her, only black dick. That's it. White, and it's okay if you want to support the bitch that with her being white, but y'all need to make sure that bitch know that that word needn't be in her motherfucking vocabulary. And it's a as a white as that. woman, <clears throat> and she would you would not be having all these issues with your career if you would just accept that. Like people are pretty forgiving if you put out a bop. We've said this in the past. Stop saying nigga. Put out a bop. You might get somewhere. But as long as you keep continue with this shit, trying to explain it away and why you should be able to say it and why nobody can check you and trying to drag these raggedy niggas that we already don't halfway respect. Because I'm sorry, but ain't nobody don't nobody give a fuck about Trick Daddy. Trick Daddy don't have no authority in 20 of the 19 in the year of our Lord. So you listen, toting all these idiots in front of us who clearly are just saying this shit for a check whether they believe it or not. Like, girl, you're not going to get no pass to say nigga. And it says a whole lot about you and a whole lot of motherfuckers like you that feel like the only way to be successful in hip-hop is if you say nigga. That's how we know you don't know shit about the culture. That's why we don't like for y'all to be in the shit. Because you don't respect it and you don't know shit about it. Listen. Because hip-hop is a whole lot more than just saying nigga, you fucking dummies. Like, it's really not that goddamn deep. Really not. Hell, it's black people that rap and don't say nigga. It's not the portal to success in hip-hop. Right. And then like, the fact that you get backlash and you just can't accept that, I'm trying to figure out, like, is it some kind of one-up? Like, right. help me yeah. understand. Like, do you get extra years on your life for every time you say nigga? Because black people, we not living forever and we say nigga every damn day. All day. Okay. Nigga, sure. nigga, nigga. She had like niggas a, a spell incantation that's gonna give her new life and new talent. Like, like girl, nigga, bitch, just saying, nigga, bitch, you're not about to be Voldemort out here. Like, what the fuck is you even doing? It's it does nothing. It's not going to enhance your life. Why are you fighting tooth and nail to be able to say it in your music? And Jesse Wu, like Trick Daddy and all them other niggas. I I mean, no, we gonna Trick Daddy is a bitch. And he only was going at Amada because she don't want to fuck with him like that. Yep. 
He ain't had no problem understanding the way she speak English until she told that motherfucker, this ain't no date. We just yeah. cool. Now all of a sudden she barely speak English and this, that, and the third. Bitch, you fat, funky, non-music making bitch. Fuck you. Yep. Even Nina Parker was, now hold on. She speaks good English. No, she don't. Yes, she do. Bitch, go. Listen, Trick Daddy can die. That's all I got. <laughs> I mean, he already looked dead. So. Well, he's on his way. He got yeah. lupus. Thank <laughs> God. <laughs> I mean, nothing of value will be lost. So. Honestly, especially the way he conducted himself during this reunion. And so then he gets into it with Trina. Mm. Oh, this is what I've been waiting for. Which was really the highlight of the reunion. The rest of it was in. We'll we'll see what else they got to drag this out for part two. But Trick Daddy and Trina get into it. And when I tell you Trina was dragging the everlasting fuck out of Trick Daddy's ass in every capacity. Listen, Mm -hmm. Trina Trina hopped into her candles, man. She had on her dragon wig. She really did. Listen. I guess that when Trina wear a black wig, that you need to watch out. Yeah, she when get she her nigga that, that rainbow starlight shit. You 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 good, right? But when she got the shellac black on, right, her nigga power's restored. Listen, protect your neck. Listen, because <laughs> she coming for it. She was what? dragging shit. She was dragging trick daddy's ass when she was walking away. She called him ugly and fat though. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but no yeah. she dragged him more than that she said the last song that you on you was on it because trina was on it and i bodied you on the song we did together when the last time we heard music that motherfucker said i'm trick daddy you can't say miami with trick daddy she was like Where the music at then uh she's like trina oh, been going strong for 10 years where trick daddy music at i was like ooh. When she told him, I'm not fucking scared of you. I was like, okay. Trick Daddy forgot who he was dealing with. He got he forgot that Trina used to be on the old fucking niggas that slang rocks. Mm. <clears throat> so I was like, mm. She dragged the ever love fuck out of him. I mean, that's what he deserves. That's what he deserves. He deserves, well, he deserves more than that, but I was pleasantly surprised and happy with the way that Trina dragged them. I mean, she was getting in his ass. But like you said, it was well-deserved because he he really been doing her wrong all season. Now, she yeah. a bozo because she in turn been doing Bobby wrong, and Bobby is a bozo because he in turn been doing Prince wrong. It's a full circle of bozo-ry, but... The circle of strife. Yeah. But yeah, I... I thoroughly enjoyed and i saw people on there like oh love and hip-hop has has i was just about to bring that up what has it done to our legends and i'm like i don't think this show created this drama between them like Uh, yeah i i i dragged a little bit about that on twitter like we not gonna blame this on love and hip-hop it's just that now it's a camera in the face the faces of the trick daddies of the world who go out their way to undermine everything Trina says and does, don't want to cooperate, try to dim her shine, give her a hard time, every fucking twist. Like, yeah, fuck him. Basically. This probably been going on. If they've been trying to get their joint project out for years now, this has been going on for a long fucking time. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. And if Trick and is comfortable. Who the fuck it is. And Trick, Trick doing so much, he opened up. I don't know who gave his bad credit having asked the business loan to open a restaurant, but they're going to regret it because that nigga can't keep shit. He can't keep a house. He can't keep cars. He can't keep nothing. Every time you turn around, that motherfucker trying to file bankruptcy. So good luck to whoever did that. You're going to get fired in three years. Hmm. Mark my words, because that restaurant going to be closed. Yep. Just nothing good comes associated with Trick Daddy. So, you know. He can't cook. And that's the going thing all through the industry. All, you know, that's the one thing that he does have going for him. But he's still a fat bitch. Mm, emphasis on bitch. Correct. And fat. Bloated, black, nasty motherfucker. I don't even want my chef looking like that. At all. You need to Millie Vanilli and you need to fire hire somebody fine to be the face of this restaurant. Right. You stay your you stay your monkey hair looking in the kitchen. <laughs> listen, let me tell you something. I, I agree with you, Candace. Word around the street is he can cook and I won't take that away, but I'll be damned if I take some food made by that nigga and I got to look and him give me a fucking plate. I'll be damned. Like if somebody asks for the chef, send somebody fine out. Table. Right. Send a representative, nigga. Fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> Treat that to give me a plan. I'll be like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Love. Enjoy. I'll pass. Yep. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so that was pretty much it for the reunion. And yeah, part two is some part two is tomorrow. We get yeah. the two hour season premiere of Love Hip Hop Atlanta. Oh, shit. Oof. I didn't know it was two hours. God damn. Yes, yeah, a two hour premiere. And uh, we get to see because I know Faith and Stevie J are on there, although I heard that they're not on there like a lot. Yeah, I think the couple times they on there is like because Mimi want to meet Faith with how you ain't meet, meet the bitch you've been creeping with for all these years. You met Jocelyn, shit. Mm. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> in your made outfit, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> Jocelyn is not on this season, um, which big mistake to me. This is the perfect time to have her on this season, and uh, they're gonna be trying to get Tokyo Vanity to lose weight, and she lose it. She gonna lose her whole. She gonna lose her food and her feelings. She gonna go next <laughs> season. <laughs> Because in the preview, the mother, the girl who got cheated on, uh, what's uh, Shooter's wife, Sierra, they show her pouring a pan of mac and cheese down the drain, and Tokyo Vanity like start losing her whole shit. So I look forward to that. Tokyo like bitch. That was I like that they was able to. I like that they was able to mix a little bit of my six hundred pound life into this season. Wow. <laughs> I have to give it to Candace. She's been showing her ass this whole episode. Dude, yeah. I don't even have much because the shit was so dry, but clearly she is she is operating in my stead. <laughs> this episode is, this episode is yours, friend. She is walking in the spirit of a piece of shit. <laughs> in the spirit of Curtis the Menace. Wait a minute now. <laughs> Hold the fuck up. <laughs> too the menace is coming out. Menace, the menace jumped out. <laughs> menace magic. It's 
Fuck. Yeah, so hopefully, hopefully, hopefully <laughs> next week that it's gonna be a popping season because yeah, that means that, like Married to Medicine LA is what like two or three se- two or three episodes in now. Yeah, yeah. So that should be kicking up some smoke and love. Hip Hop Atlanta is back, and it's gonna be very. It's gonna be a lituation on Black Ink when Tati confront uh, Teddy Gas and a. How you gonna wear the skin of your own people? This big motherfucker, this big bear ass nigga in, a, in some bear pajamas. That's an old Berenstein bear ass bitch. Looking the fuck stupid, Teddy. Daddy what pig covers, motherfucker. Covers all over his face and shit. You all is a six one, three hundred and ninety three pounds and twelve ounces. <laughs> Wearing kid pajamas. <laughs> I you fucking lying. If you gonna get your big fat grown ass up and put on some drawstring men's pajama pants and a wife beater like a regular motherfucker, can you hey, imagine your big ass got to zip all your pajamas down to go take a piss? Yeah, and <laughs> turn the fucking heat up so you ain't got to be up under the cover. Like, what the fuck is you doing? All right. But yeah, we gonna see. Crystal, we gonna see. Cause I'm ready. I'm ready for next week. It's got. I'm ready to record next week already. <laughs> Cause Shit. y'all know it's 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 drag Rashida season. Oh god! Oh, oh, god. This oh, bitch in the previews trying oh. to play with Cannon and Cannon like uh uh-uh, uh bitch <laughs> no Cannon like uh-uh. Cannon in the previews like don't touch me. <laughs> I want us to be a family. Bit talking about I'm. The, I wasn't Kirk wasn't the only one cheating. Bitch, you a whole lot. You trying to save face now. And also, I mean, all these continual uh, allegations of Kurt having more affairs and more babies on you. Now all of a sudden you a cheating ass bitch. But if you was like, if that was the case, bitch, what was all this emotional involvement for these past several seasons? You could have just been said, "Shit, I be I got side dick too." Do what you want. Yep. Yeah. Now that you wasn't acting like nobody that's ever cheated on your husband and got your own niggas on the side, and you not finna fucking sit in our ass and play with us, bitch, with them long ass Ashanti Burns, because we can fucking get into it all season long. I will drag you every fucking episode for you lying in our face, bitch. You playing in our face. <laughs> we as we, we as adults with grown adult genitals and shit, bitch. We know what it looks like <laughs> when two motherfuckers be cheating on each other. We know what it looked like. We know. We've seen it. we see seen when two motherfuckers cheating on each other and how they act. Neither neither of them give a fuck about nothing. They just there so they don't get fined. You didn't kick Kurt out the motherfucking house. You didn't let your mammy ran over his motorcycle. You didn't had a baby. You didn't DNA tested the baby. You didn't kick the nigga out again. You didn't let the nigga come home and put tape down the middle of the fucking that house. Tape. You not... The tape down the motherfucking TV, bitch, down the, the TV. screen. V. I will never ever forget Rashida. For I will shit. never forget that. So I say that to say this: don't play in our face. You do not act like somebody who has done your fair share of cheating in your marriage. Because had you, you wouldn't give a fuck about what Kurt got going on. Okay, <sighs> bitch. You like your story. You like the name of your story. You press, bitch. <laughs> Now we done. We'll see y'all back next week. Go subscribe to the rest of our shows. Sign up for the Patreon. Buy some shirts. We mean it.
We good people. We just got bad tempers when motherfuckers play in our face. <laughs> no lies told. Well, nothing but facts. No lies told. So I'm going to save it for because I feel like Love of Hip Hop Atlanta is going to have me. Because I haven't seen them people in a long time. So I'm sure next week will be full of, you know what, such and such looks like jokes. Yes. Because uh, I don't really remember what none of them people look like. And Tommy keep on going to jail. So I wonder if she's going to be on the season. Like oh, she been arrested like every few days. Oh <laughs> shit! Well, why we here real quick, bitch? This dumb bitch went to court drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what made me so fucking appalled about it is this bitch been going out her way to take pictures with that blood alcohol monitor anklet on her fucking ankle, and the bitch showed up to work, showed up to court drunk. Bitch, we knew that shit wasn't activated. We've been new. <laughs> You we knew you was lying, bitch. You ain't monitoring nothing. You the same old drunk bitch who abused her fucking kids. Stupid bitch. Oh my god, y'all. Did y'all see Monique's fucking scrap? Who ain't Monique's fuck through the franchise? She never mind. Scrap. Scrap. You didn't see in the previews. Scrap de Leon, KK's son, who is out of jail and in a half house. Tierra come in in the preview. Tier come through in the preview thinking they about to be happily ever after and shit like giving him keys to the house and then it cut to Monique talking to Scrap like do your baby mama know who I am and he talked to her and she he like I got somebody she like who he like Monique Slaughter who is Tier the- gonna Tier gonna beat Monique to fuck up <laughs> <laughs> well one is what she deserves uh, beating them chicken nigga titties out of her shout out to Nikki and two. Where the fuck Monique could fucking come from? The fuck? This bitch don't went cross country. To... Listen, that Mona check, these motherfuckers live off that shit. Cause how the fuck Monique? She don't went, yeah. so you so you don't went from scrap scrap to scrap. So like, what the fuck? Basically. Well, you're gonna get beat the fuck up. So bad luck, Monique. Bad luck. Suffer. We finna give y'all, we finna give y'all the drama with this next round of shows. I know sometimes the shows was dry, and we had to make the most of what we had. But we, it's really about to be authentic, and we hope y'all ready for the roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And we'll wrap up uh, Love and Hip Hop Miami with uh, part two of the reunion. Which, if pa- if the past is any indication, it'll probably be dry. But like I said, two hours of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta and Black Ink Crew, I think it'll be lit. So. Yep. And if it's real bad, we may not even cover the, the part two of the reunion of Love and Hip Hop Miami. It just depends. But I think that wraps up this episode. So, like Candace said, we'll see y'all next week for more of this shit show and more Candace Dragons. I feel like she's gonna get the she gonna get the top spot for these six months. Listen. Listen. Either that or I need to stop getting high while we record. But anyway, see y'all next week. Well, it's time for me to be the Beyonce. I'm going to do what I have to do. Hey, come through. <laughs> you ain't in the best spot that easy, though. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll see y'all next week.